Welcome to episode 94 of the Better With Running podcast. I'm Zachary Newman, run to bb coach, seven-time marathoner and one-time finisher of the Bendigo 8K cross-country. Alongside me each and every week is also run to bb coach, the shepherd and shredder, also one-time finisher of the Bendigo 8K cross-country, Chris Armstrong. Welcome to the show, mate. Hey, Zachary. How are we, mate? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I am good, mate. I think the last time we were chatting was mid-race. <laughs> Actually, no, we had a chat after. Well, we were kind of chatting. I think we were both on, almost on the ground in, in, in all sorts. But, yeah, good to catch up, mate. Yeah, good, good to be back. Um, wasn't sure if I'd be back on the show this week, if I'd actually beat you to the finish line. So, um, worked out all right. <laughs> you picked yeah. me at the post. But, um, well, you might um, have had the show. I might have sacked myself. <laughs> <laughs> no i think um there were there were some very very friendly words of encouragement um during the race on on saturday and then i think um after i attempted to stagger around do a bit of a cool down i was probably i, I found you and used your shoulders as a crutch to stand up so <laughs> <laughs> i was a bit tender on the weekend but um no geez, it was good to catch up and and you're like, oh, I suppose, look, I'm a veteran of all of two events, mate. But, um, you know, I, this cross-country caper, is, there's a bit to it. I'm, I'm really loving it. How, how did you find the Bendigo event relative to other events you've done? Um, yeah, in terms of that 8K cross-country, that, I reckon that's as tough and as fair as course as you get. Uh, I prefer it over Larner, which has been a traditional course, which has had the ditches. I don't know if you recall, it was the one I I lost a bloody um, a next percent in that ditch <laughs> last time, still waking up in the middle of the night with uh, <laughs> not less than that. So I was very happy to get away from uh, Larner Park, which was the, the previous one. But yeah, this that 8K cross, yeah, it, it, it's up there. It's a cracking, they've done an awesome job. And, We'll, we'll unpack all that a bit later, mate, because um, it, was, it was a lot of run to BB athletes as well. And we're going to go into some around the grounds because um, it was awesome to see a lot of, a lot of our athletes going around in, with their respective clubs and also um, a lot of coaches actually getting thrown the signal on and having a race, uh, Chris. So we'll, we'll cover that. No, it was a bit there. And um, I suppose a bit of a, an update on the merch as well, mate. Yeah, we've had cracking uh cracking number of orders and uh yeah people will be be rocking that kit soon so um yeah that was that was great well received there and um mate, we got a big uh we're going to extend that around the grounds because we we probably missed it last week because we were banging on about um uh world records with josh harris so um we've actually got that extended around the grounds with a couple of your results from over over the ditch mate yeah no got a couple of results from overseas so a couple of shout outs that are a little bit overdue that we accidentally missed last week because um, we got stuck down a rabbit hole talking about eggs, eggs and spoons. So, um, whoops. But um, no, we've, we've got a big around the grounds um, 
wrap up to do tonight, but we, I believe we will have another world record to, to discuss and a listener question as well, mate. Yeah, good listener question about um, planning your races or yeah, planning races uh, within a, a block towards a, a major goal race and we get our thoughts on that one. And, yeah, we're going to throw out a, a potential uh, world record challenge to a couple of run to PB co- coaches that, that qualify and have um, have access to you know, having a go at this one. No, it sounds good. I've, I've had a bit of a sneak peek at this and I, I absolutely reckon we could have a, a future world record holder in the run to PB crew. <laughs> no pressure. No, no, no pressure at all. <laughs> hey, mate, let's um, let's get into... Well, we're recording on a Wednesday night, so I reckon last week we left it at... Um, we probably didn't have sessions to go before the race, so we could probably just roll straight into a bit of a race recap, hey? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, let's do it together, given that we raced uh, most of the, well, the second half of that together. No, sounds good. I think um, even just to start, it was funny. Um, we sort of lined up together and we didn't really mean to. <laughs> just sort of <laughs> I saw, just sidled up next to you and said g'day. And, um, it's, um, you know you're at a running event when you, you meet someone in the Portaloo uh, line. Oh, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just a, it was a funny sort of a day. Um, like we, we've jumped on the start line and I'm, I was pretty nervous. And, you know, at that point, like I'm, sort of, I'm probably giggling away to myself and I've looked down and I've seen this pair of shoes and a blacked out pair of alpha flies. And oh, I yeah. sort of said to you, Oh mate, look at that. That's a, that guy's blacked his shoes out. And I hadn't even bothered to look up above <laughs> this guy's waist to see who it was. Um, and anyway, you've gone, yeah, that's Liam Adams. And I looked up and oh shit. <laughs> and like we're standing, like there was about 340 people. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. there was around 340 as per the ASFIC results that ran. We're standing probably about midfield, so yeah, here's here's Liam standing midfield uh, <laughs> with a with a trucker hat on yeah. <laughs> and blacked out shoes. Um, well, I felt I said to him, I said, "Mate, just sneak up, like you know, surely you know, you'll be fine. Like people will let you through. You're bloody <laughs> <laughs> you're an Olympian, you're an Olympian, like, mate. You <laughs> how fast it's marathoner. Yeah, um, there is trucker hat, babe. Um, are they babes or next? Like you're the yeah, oh, next I thought they were um, next percent of some description. It was actually pretty hard to tell because he'd done a really good job. He's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> gone paint. through a few black texts on that one. Absolutely. There's a lot <laughs> of time being invested in that. I reckon um, Smoko, um, Smoko time's been used to um, to paint those shoes up. But um, yeah. did a good yeah. job. But yeah, I said to him, said, mate, just go. He was like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm just cruising around. All right, I'm, you know. Yeah, I've got. The, I said, "Oh yeah, hence the trucker hat." He's like, "Yeah, I'm just, I'm just going around." And you know what Liam does at these races? Like, you know, he'll either have done 30k beforehand and then jump on the start line, or he'll, like he says, he, I think it gels. And I spoke to him. He um, he did his lap, and then he was going to do another two by six k or three by six k out on the on the uh, footpath there. So. <laughs> who knows what he did i, I mean i assume uh, i actually i won't assume that he just finished the eight car i reckon he would have done something after as well yeah no i'd say a fair chance and did it relatively comfortably from what i can gather because i was having a chat to brady afterwards and um there was a bit of a battle within the top 10 and liam just sort of stepped a little bit out to the side and said <laughs> oh like he was just getting out of the way of people <laughs> Uh, just like the nicest bloke going around yeah. sort of apologizing for being in the way and just sort of casually yeah, yeah. doing a, a tempo and finishing in the top 10 at um, an AB event. It's just Liam things. I mean, didn't he pace um, Dano and 
Dion and a few of those guys going for that 50k on the track. Didn't tell his coach. Said he was just going to do a Sunday run or Saturday run. Jumped on the track and took them to 40k or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, just would have tied it 40k easy with the lads or something. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, yeah. But amazing, um, amazing but athlete no, to be on the that, line with. That was good. And then um, like I'm, you just I'm not a I'm not thinking that you're really going to bump into to anyone or that they're going to talk to you. But it was funny. I'm going to come back after my call down and say good day to you and. Um, there was this sort of taller fella having a chat to you and um, I just didn't want to interrupt. So I just gave you a bit of a tap on the shoulder and here's, here's Julian Spence having a chat. I'm like, oh, Moose. Hello. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, I'll be quiet. I don't want to get in the way. But yeah, he, he said good day first. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is really cool. So I want to um, end up on uh, Moose on the Loose. No, no. Oh, mate, I was, I was in more of the great man. So, um, but yeah, and you just go around at these sort of events and, you know, sort of, who's who around everywhere. And the fact that they're actually really cool guys and willing to have a chat too, it's pretty awesome. Mm. Mate, that start was uh, hectic, wasn't it? I don't <laughs> know about you, but um, did you did you cop any biffo? Because I, I, I almost got chicken wing um, going through the fest. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, I got out. So, you know, I, I'm not a fast starter the best of times. And, uh, yeah, I reckon I... Uh, I mean, yeah, I got swamped and then, yeah, I felt the hip and shoulder and just sort of, uh, I might have given one back. I don't know who it was, probably a teammate, but um, yeah, just wanted to keep my balance. But, yeah, it was hectic at the start. Yeah, it was full on. Um, like, I, I noticed you probably got out a little bit quicker than I did. I was very conservative um, to the point where, like, I reckon I had sort of 15 or 20 people go past me in the first 10 seconds and I was looking further up and you, you'd sort of already about 20 or 30 meters on me but um yeah sort of felt some forearms brush but um yeah no no elbows or anything like that but yeah sort of everyone it just sort of felt like around me certainly wanted to get out with a bit of intent and i was just hoping that i had made the wrong call that um you know to be conservative and just really get to that 2k mark where those hills started feeling really fresh um because yeah by the by the time i got there a heap more people had gone past um, and by the time I'd sort of got to the bottom of that hill, I'd only sort of caught one person who was already blowing. <laughs> I was hoping, oh, geez, I, I hope you're going to be all right. But um, yeah, he, that fella, he um, finished three minutes finished. behind me. So I don't <laughs> think the next six Ks were overly enjoyable for him. But um, quick yeah, one, mate. Was, did, you, yeah. did you do a warm up and check out the course? Did you, I mean, or had you? You hadn't done the recce with the other guys. No, so I hadn't done the, the recce of the course and um, really just going on the advice Andy had given me. But um, me and a couple of other Bendigo guys, we actually did a warm-up. We jogged down sort of on a bit of a diagonal down to that back corner yeah, um, just to go and check it out and sort of see how steep the hill was going down and around and then up. Yeah. And I thought, oh... I'll tell you what, if the, if the quads are burning when I get to here, I'm gonna I'm probably going to struggle. And it was, it was good to see it because I think it probably frightened me a little bit um, into really just making sure that early on we took it easy. And if I felt good, great, we can push a bit harder. And it was um, it was amazing, actually, sort of getting into those hills. And you know, I'm, I'm not very good, I don't think, at hills just quietly. <laughs> but um, just because I was a bit fresher, I was able to attack them a little bit more. And the amount of people that I was able to, to catch and sort of go past there, I was really surprised. Is that the down, are you saying on the down or going up? Um, on the way up, yeah. Because yeah. on the down, that's where, uh, and we'll get into that second lap, but that's where you um, absolutely hammered by, man. Is this 
this man, madman is flying down the hill. <laughs> Chasing um, segments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get Jakey, uh, Jake yeah. Stevens, uh record. No, it was what I found, and this is probably um, some of my bigger learning. So I pulled up really sore in the quads from gels, and I think a lot of that was because I caught myself and I was just slamming my heels, in, my heels into the ground and basically using them as brakes going downhill. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Whereas because I was a bit fresher for this one, I, I sort of found I, 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 ran a, I spent a lot more time on my midfoot um, and even up on my toes a bit more, especially going up the hills. But, you know, consequently, I've pulled up a lot tighter in my glutes and my hamstrings this time around. And I would, I would rate this course harder than what we did at Gels. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely harder. I mean, there were, just the footing alone, you know, running on the camber basically the whole time, um and then yeah we just i mean you had that i felt like through the um the vineyards you had um that reprieve where it was just flat and straight like you could yeah. actually get get a bit of um, momentum again but then you're straight out of that into a corner and then back out onto the unevenness and you know if people who are listening have seen the images that popping around on socials you'll get the idea of you know, firstly those vineyards where it was it was it was awesome to go through them. Had the three options. Um, yeah, you could basically choose what line you <laughs> wanted to run. And uh, like, you know, I think for me, I, I found I had to concentrate a lot more where I was putting my feet. Yeah. Um, than what we did at gels, so there mm-hmm. you didn't. Um, like with a road race, you get some switch off time where you yeah. just sort of settle into a rhythm and, and do the work. Whereas what I, I especially found Saturday was that. There was no real switch off time. You're on the whole time, um, watching lines, looking yeah. at the people in front of you, the uneven ground. Like even um, in that first K, probably about 250 metres in, um, it was sort of chopped up from where, like because it was a bit of a low spot where all that surface water was, yeah. um, you know, and a bit of mud. So mm. um, you had to be relatively careful through there given that they'd already been the best part of sort of three 300 people do a couple <laughs> yeah. of laps around it earlier on. So, yeah, yeah. Well, you gotta, you can't underestimate what that takes out of it. It takes out of you as well. You know, you're constantly just having to think. You know, each, you know, really make considered steps. Uh, and yeah, really, that that can really take its toll on it. And I think, like, it's funny how, you know, I, I think at the top top end and. Um, I mean, Andy Buchanan, the way he goes over the ground, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. And it's probably not a case study to look at because <laughs> he's just a freak at cross country and he just makes it look so easy. Like, I think he just smiled the whole way around. Um, but, like, when you look at the way where we train and, you know, myself, me and you and, and, and most people, it's like they're really on uneven ground. You're not doing workouts. I know back with previous coaches, I've done training that have really helped me with cross country. And we were doing, say, things at Waddle Park. We were doing loops every Saturday. And it was, you were actually going on cambers and you were going on grass. And whereas, you know, I do all my stuff on, on <laughs> at the moment, either, you know, a Yarra Boulevard or a, a road or a flat path or a track. Mm. So then to go on and do all that. And then, you know, you, if you're not going up the hills or you're not doing the hills on the weekend, on the Sunday run, it's a big shock to the system. And that's, that's what came through for me. And as my body's, um, yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's really not 
coping well in those sort of situations anymore. So I was really, I really was in a bit of damage control because I, I going back to that warm up, uh, I, I got abused by Kiwi Steve after the race because, you know, apparently I was meant to take him on the warm up because even though <laughs> the time I'd been out there. And he and we we did a warm up. We missed all the hills, and we we were all in shock after the first lap. Going, oh geez, we didn't know this was gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> so he gave me a spray after for not taking us on the warm up through there. It almost went through from one extreme to the other. Mm. Um, sort of if you split it up into two k sections, where um, probably got around that first two k thinking, yeah, this is gonna be all right. This isn't too bad. And then, it, like the last two k was just like being punched in the face repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was savage. Um, yeah. Like the, the, that downhill sweeper into that sort of first big hill. That was that was really steep. Yeah, um, I I went off the course. I thought I was. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have good turning um, ability, and it just yeah, I was in like, <laughs> and yeah, that that was. That was a dodgy corner. Um, yeah. Like there was that, that section in the, the real bottom corner of the paddock where, and it did get a bit slippery, especially if mm -hmm. you weren't in spikes, where if you yeah. were traveling at a, a decent rate of knots, you could have ended up in the barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't going fast enough. It was more just, uh, yeah, in the waffles and not really um, good, at, good at moving quickly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's it. I mean, I mean, particularly if you put a bit of lactic into the legs early on, um, you know, it's sharp turns into a steep hill. You almost you're almost doing a sort of um, ninety degree turn um, going uphill. Which there a, yeah. yeah, there was a photographer in that spot where you came off a sharp hill and then straight up into the, the hill. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that, but um, yeah, you got some good photos. But second lap, mate. So I'd come down that hill. You must have had the target on uh, on my back because uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know anything. I wasn't looking back, obviously, in the race. And then uh, I heard a clap and I thought that was, oh, that was weird. And then uh, <laughs> I thought it was you because <laughs> I asked you after the race, did you, did you clap mid-race? But I think it was someone else. And then, yeah, you sort of just came by me and absolutely hammered up the hill. You said, what did you say? I think you said something like, come, buddy, keep pushing. Or yeah, I sort of like, come, mate, let's, let's try and push each other to the finish. <laughs> Um, I wasn't speaking at that point. No, nah, like, look, to be fair, you gave me nothing. I think there might have been, been a bit of a grunt. Um, like, like, oh, no, like, oh, I hope Zach is not having a bad day. <laughs> but um, it was funny. Like, once um, you sort of started to pull away from me for the, the first three or so, K, and then as we come towards the end of that first lap, I could still see you, and I was probably just picking up um, – you know, sort of two or three seconds a K till we got to the hill and sort of thought, oh, well, I'm not feeling too bad. And um, I probably did use whatever excess energy I had um, when I went past. And, um, yeah, I didn't have any gears left after that. So I was really just hoping that if I was going to beat you, you were going to have to fall into a hole. But um, I'm, I was just probably just enough to um, drag you along and, and get you back into it. So, um, yeah, I, when you when you went past, I was just happy to see, and I you must have perked up a little bit because you did give me a little bit of encouragement as you went past. But um, yeah, there was no response in my legs. I just thought, oh well, cool, just keep trying your best. <laughs> I was just thinking of the finish line at that stage. So um, yeah, yeah, it did give me a nice um, lift actually, and I was just like, okay, I'll, I'll I'll just sit off the back of you, and then I think because we were sort of in single file for a bit, and 
uh, I could sort of, I, I could sense I was, okay, I'm back in this, I'm holding you at the same pace. And then I thought, oh, I reckon I can get him. And just was thinking, oh, when, when, when can I go past? And I think it was with a K to go. Yeah, yeah. Just as we were getting close to um, the start of the hill where it sort of sweeps around and then up back towards the winery. Yeah, yeah. You go past the lake on the left, whatever it was. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, and then, yeah, I was, still, I was still sort of having a look around, um, going through those vines at the end. I thought, oh, is Chris going to find something? And then yeah, the finish is tough because you're going to go and you come off the back of that um, that, that last vine run and then you're, you're to a, a hill. And I actually passed, I don't know if you recall um, a guy in a VCCL singlet, which is like the red and the blue singlet. Yeah, yep. Stocky guy, um, Matty Grant. So he's he's a good mate of mine. Um, I actually ran with him back. Oh, she's when he oh geez, he would have been 15 and I was sort of 18 back at Ringwood Athletics Club. Wow. <laughs> and uh yeah, we yeah, yeah, you know, one of my first coaches were in the same squad. Uh, we shared the same first coach and um yeah, still in touch with him to this day. He's a podiatrist, actually. Good fellow. He's actually, um, the orthotics are where he's he's made for me. And we we had a battle down the bloody vineyard. I thought I'd put him away, <laughs> got around the corner. And this guy's run, um, he does a lot of pro races. He's run a, you know, under two minutes for an eight. He's a pretty, he's got some wheels. And uh, he just put me to the sword in the last, um, <laughs> in that final straight. And, Oh, I've been oh. copping it in some uh, group messages with his bragging rights now. Oh, God. Well, yeah, you're not going to cop any of that from me, but um, <laughs> it was interesting having a look at the data, um, you know, across sort of the range of the field. And for an 8K course that um, for those that, you know, had a real dash, they were, you know, that was spent at the end, which I think was pretty much everyone. But sort of the average pace worked out for most people to be just a few seconds a K slower than what their half marathon efforts have been of recently. So I think that just gives you a bit of an indication of how challenging the course was that over 8K, yeah. most people were sort of around half marathon effort yeah. or half marathon pace yeah. um, on yeah. the road. So um, yeah, like this cross country stuff, it's no joke. <laughs> <laughs> you just been throwing the deep end with those two, you know, Gels Park's a fair course, and this is, yeah, this is another one that uh, you got Cruden next, which is 12K cross. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It's only two weeks out from Gold Coast as well. So, yeah, um, we'll, be, we'll be heading down to, to Cruden, and um, the instructions at this stage are to have a pretty honest effort. So, um, yeah, so I'm not going to wear spikes though that day. I think um, 12K might just be a bit too far in spikes for me. I think um, 8K is on that course was right at my limit. So, um, yeah, hopefully I don't leave a shoe in the mud or anything like that. <laughs> you, you've obviously, uh, oh, I don't know if you have seen that footage of me at Cruden a few years back. I, I'm going to look for it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to try and find it. It's bad. Oh, yeah. But it'll, it'll, it'll do the rounds. Someone will, someone will send it through me uh, through during the week before the race because uh, I had an absolute stack in that mud pit and I'm hoping they don't bring that mud pit back, but I reckon they will. So Yeah, uh, I've heard a whisper it's on the way. So, yeah, something to look forward to. Problem for you is you got one of the best, Australia's best cross, well, best runners, but best cross, definitely one of the best cross country runners going around as your coach. 
So you're just not going to get a chop out on terms of like, oh, hey, Andy, can I, you know, maybe, you know, do a session instead of this cross-country cape? Yeah, no. It's easy for him. He's just like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. Just go around. Yeah, no, he's inhuman. Um, I, was, I had a quick chat to Andy um, just before he um, received his medal for, for winning. And, you know, hey, how are you feeling? Yeah, pretty good. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah. Oh, like there's a classic photo of um of Brady just after he's finished looking. Oh at yeah, that was gold. And just staring at Andy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I said to Andy yeah. after I saw us um, after the race, and mate, you'll be getting a few messages during the week because <laughs> uh, he did have a hand in that course design. He did. He played a fairly significant part um, <laughs> in the course design, but. Um, to be like a lot of the feedback's been positive. Yeah, it was hard. And, um, oh, it was a great it, event. Yeah, I think um, you know it's it's hard for me to judge off, but me sort of trying to be objective and thinking of other, I guess, road events where I've been where it's been a debut, and um, I just I found it, it was super organised. There was a good atmosphere. I enjoyed the little things. I mean, um, I can honestly say I've never been to a run where they've had a presentation afterwards for Strava segments. Um, that was, yeah. that, that was, oh, neither have I. Like, that was, oh. this, this was as uh, innovative as cross country has been in the XCR scene ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I've been in it for a long time, and to have, you know, uh, you know, that the food set up after the, yeah, the, the Bluetooth music, uh, music set up, the segments. Uh, yeah, the build up. So it is different. So you've actually come in at the right time. <laughs> yeah, even um, just a little highlights package video afterwards with all the drone footage and all of that sort of stuff. I thought it was really cool. There's um, there's a video on Insta doing the rounds at the moment of Jake Stevens taking yes. that segment. And yeah, it just yeah. got him circled and just absolutely cleaning up through. That um, was good, yeah. <laughs> because he was running with us in the second lap. Yeah. Well, I was, <laughs> when, he must have really cooked himself on yeah. that segment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's the, the beauty of pacing boys and girls, if you're listening. That, uh, yeah, because he, he absolutely fanged it. I mean, when you're running faster than Andy and those sort of guys over that 300 um, metres or so up, up and around on that hill, um, but he's going to take a bit of a toll. So. Yeah, yeah. I actually got to run on the Sunday with the with Sam Toll, who I believe ah. won the other segment. Yeah, yeah, and finished pretty high up too. I think. Yeah, he, he had a blind. I think he was in the top. Oh, was he top ten? I think he. I think very close too. Yeah, he was. He was duking it out with Brady at some point. So, on that, mate, how did you? How did your Sunday go? Did Did Anna um? she friendly to you or did you solo oh, no no so we we ran together it was funny so um Anna had a bit of a freshen up week been doing some easy k's off the back of great ocean road and saturday morning um she sort of jogged down to mine and we just did a bit of it like i jogged back to hers which is about 3k so um she ran down doing sort of high 430s and then um, we jogged back but doing close to five minute k's but I knew she was fresh and she would have easily um, got around doing sort of 4.30s or 4.40s if I was capable. of. Um, but instead of 4.40s, mate, I opened up with a 5.40 um, on yes. Sunday. <laughs> so I, I was very dusty. I'd already apologised in advance um, to Anna saying that, look, I'm really going to slow you down today. And she's like, no, no, I'm sure you won't. It won't be too bad. And then... Um, 
we literally got about fit like seriously we got 15 meters down the road and she'd already put five meters into me oh, no. um, and was chatting away um, yeah, like yeah. thinking that i was just there and i'm like oh, <laughs> I'm like i'm sorry mate i'm back here <laughs> I just got to turn and just had a bit of a giggle but um yeah we um we I won't say I limped, but um, I, I staggered through that yeah. first K in 540 and there was a couple of 520s after that. And then, yeah, it got to 5K and things just settled and, and it clicked and um, pretty much just sat in that sort of 455 to mm. five-minute window, but took it super easy. Lungs felt amazing. Um, legs, just yuck. Um, yeah. Just no pop, heavy. Um, you also had a, yeah. I mean, I, my geography is obviously not great because when I was chatting to you on the race, I was like, oh, yeah, it wasn't, you know, probably not a fun, <laughs> not much of a drive for you guys. And then it was, you're like, no, it was two hours. So uh, yeah. you were no. for a bit and then yeah, it's a long day. Like it's, and it's a, you know, a lot of, yeah, obviously that race and it's just, yeah, that, that plays a part of that as well, I reckon, for that Sunday run. Yeah. No, nah, look, it, it, it I was just glad to to get it done. I'll tell you what, geez, I'm I'm so grateful for Anna's company and just actually dragging me through because it's the sort of one that if I went and did oh, yeah. that by myself, shit, it would have been a struggle. Um, <laughs> you know, like she she's worth a weight in gold. So you know, I suppose we always help each other out because there's days where um, you know she might be feeling a bit average or it might be me, yeah. but um, you know, I'm just grateful for the fact that you know if I'm feeling rubbish, she doesn't care. Uh, we just hang out. And, talk nonsense and you know we mm. still laughed our way around and it really distracted me i don't think there was really um too much of a time where i just was concentrating on how i felt in terms of you know, how sore or how tired i was it just wasn't a thought so you know to, to have a mate like that who can take your mind off it, it it's pretty cool but, um, yeah you yeah. definitely need that on a day like that and yeah if you can it's yeah that value of a, of a training partner that's happy to just go yep he's you're not feeling good today let's just cruise it and, you know probably at a good impromptu sort of extra recovery run for her as well yeah oh, and that's it and you know i guess the themes continued on this week like i think we ended up averaging um 507s on the sunday and then um we got it down to sort of 501 502 on monday and then yesterday it was in the 450s so it's getting a bit better each day and Mm. I know, I know. Anna's really looking forward to a session on Saturday. to a <laughs> bit of faster running again. But um, I think um, between the both of us tomorrow, um, we'll go out and do sort of fourteen k and a few hills around the boat and hopefully, yeah, things will sort of be back to normal. But yeah, no, it's, it's been great. Very grateful. You've been on the roller, and has there been any actual real spots you've you've sort of not identified that have been banged up after that race yeah um so yeah what do we want to go through so saturday night i had a magnesium bath and i just <laughs> I, I pretty much poached myself if i'm being honest um, i put it as hot as i could stand it through um a bag of magnesium salts in there and um just tried to loosen things up that way and then spent some time on the foam roller um bit of stretching and then i've got like a um it's like a it's a um bowling machine cricket ball so it's like a hard yellow oh, like, with, it looks with like the a ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah so i've been pretty tight in the hamstrings anyway um i sat on the kitchen table um 
with the cricket ball underneath my hamstring and just put all my body weight through that. Um, <laughs> Nora's just looking at you, shaking the head. Yeah, she thinks I'm a moron, but that's okay. <laughs> <Well>, she ran. <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that later, but she, yeah. she, 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 she ran around. So she ran and she didn't complain of any soreness at all, just a bit of fatigue. And I was, I was a bit jealous of that. So even though, soft. well, yeah, <laughs> no, I think maybe I am because here's me on the, on the kitchen table, wincing in pain while I'm trying to roll this lump out of my hamstring. But um, anyway, I, let's, I did a bit of a number on myself and then I, Sunday, pretty much um, hit the repeat button back in the bath and um, into the, the foam rolling. And like I, I think I probably just went a bit too heavy-handed with it, and that's why I was a bit sore. I was probably sore from the damage I'd inflicted to myself. But, <laughs> um, you know, like they say, don't, don't ever give yourself a haircut. Leave it to a professional. So um, <laughs> it's pretty much the same with um, trying to do treatments on yourself. So um, <laughs> it's actually lucky to get in and see Anna today. Uh, who also doubles as my, my therapist. And um, she not only fixed up all the tight spots that I had, but also fixed up all the damage that I've managed to probably do to myself over the course of Saturday and Sunday with with the cricket ball and um, yeah, the roller yeah. and the TENS machine. All the, all the torture machines you got there, mate. Yeah. Um, nice, mate. Well, workout Saturday. Yeah, yep. So got a workout lined up for Saturday. So this stage it's going to be um, three by two and a half k, um, with a couple of minutes recovery in between. So that that'll be standing recovery. Going to try and we'll see how I feel. First two and a half k might be at half marathon if it just is a bit of a tester and make sure things are good, and then um, hopefully the last two will be around ten k effort. Mm. Uh, four minute jog, and then three by forty five seconds, which will be pretty quick. They'll basically be like strides um, yeah. with a one minute standing recovery and then the last part of the workout um, is just described as 90 seconds controlled all out so um yeah andy coach andy's uh not holding back there it's a, it's no. a solid workout but, that, that um, will be so yeah we'll see i mean, it's a lot of it's just trying to simulate that running quicker on tired legs. So put a bit of fatigue in during those two and a half K blocks and um, see if we can't do a bit of quality on the way in. Yeah, nice, mate. Uh, thank you. I think you'll be back back in town by uh, by Saturday and, and roll out a nice Sunday. Yeah, no, it's, I'd love that. I'd be so happy if we just get through this week, bank a decent session and then get out. And this week's long runs about an hour and 40 minutes. So um, yeah, come away from that feeling good. and. Um, yeah, go from there. Nice, mate. Nice. Now, I see um, your Sunday long run, mate. It had a lot more heat in it than what mine did. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> that uh, broken record stuff about, yeah, yeah, this Sunday long run will be easy. And then it was solid again. Um, and it just got away. And <laughs> oh, People were, were fired up and, and really up and about talking about the race and the course. And we had uh, just some fast people to hang on to. And I thought, oh, well, I'll just... Um, I, I look. I'm I'm not doing a workout this week. I'm doing a workout on Saturday, so I'll probably thought, oh well, we'll go into a solid Sunday run off the back of that race, and uh, it was solid like four tens. I think we ran. Uh, I have to look back at it, but it was yeah, it was pretty close to what we ran last week, but um, yeah, same crew, including you know the the, the Go on, mate. star, star gazing team drop some names um, come on 
But, you know, Wendy was there and she is off to uh, Rabat <laughs> Diamond League next week. So we thought, well, maybe she's going to take it easy given that she's got a pretty big um, big race. But uh, no, she was on the front pushing the pace. Um, actually had the two, one and two winners uh, in the females from the day before, Georgia Hansen and uh, Liz Duncan, who are pretty cool. They're just, they're running together, talking, laughing about it, about the course. Both didn't really know about that big dipper. <laughs> I don't think anyone did the warm up over to that corner. And um, it was kind of comforting to know that the, those two who were right up the pointy end had uh, made the same mistake that um, I did. I, and Kiwi Stevie was in the pack. I was quickly, quickly telling him also that, you know, no one did. No one did go over that uh, that hill in the warm up. Which even even the even people that have pulled on the green and gold, mate, didn't yeah. pop down to the to the to the back corner. So you know, Kiwi Steve, come mate, pull your head in. <laughs> like, let's just cut Zacker some slack. All right? Mixed reviews on the course. I mean, look, everyone loved the course, but just some people like Sammy Sam Toll, who we mentioned had the same. He loved it. He you know he loved Lardner, and he. He just has no fear. He can hammer down the hills and he found that he enjoyed the course. So um, he was a big rat for it. Whereas Johnny Earl was, he wasn't happy. He said he did a better session on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was some complete. And then we had a guy like Josh Macy who um, he hadn't actually raced the day before. So, you know, he's out there pushing the pace and everyone's like, oh, come on, mate, you didn't race yesterday. You can't do that. You know, there's a rule against that, isn't there? Yeah, no, that's it. It's basically like being a last rep hero. You sit, yeah. sit in behind for all the reps and then you lead the last one and sort of show everyone up. We just, I didn't there. go too hard because this is our new key signing at Melbourne Uni. He's run 29. He's run sub 30 for 10K. He's not in that shape now. And we've been, you know, he, he likes to reel off his PB nearly every run. And we like to tell him that, you know, you're only as good as your last run. So, <laughs> but in saying that, he is signed. So that's uh, big news. For us so we're um yeah good to see him out there on the long run and yeah it was uh it was a tough like i i felt it though in the afternoon i was fried i was like okay <laughs> that was two two solid days of running and uh yeah mate how about the cold snap we've had so monday night did you get out monday or you obviously you did run on monday but um just hitting winter it's you know first day of winter here and it's just been brutal. And on Tuesday, I obviously wasn't doing a session and was gearing up to go out, get out the door. And then um Al, my training partner, he pulled the pin at sort of 4:30. And I thought, oh, geez, it's gonna be a solo run. Put the long sleeve on, half the run to BB, half zip, jack, a jacket over the top, got the gloves, you're like, you know how much I hate the cold. Yeah. So <laughs> no, I don't. I don't blame you at all. And I reckon, uh, like, if you get up and run first thing in the morning, even though it's colder in the morning, because you haven't been acclimatized to, you know, sitting with the heater blasting all day, I don't think you notice it as much. Whereas if you've been, you know, working in an office or at yeah. home, you've had the heater on all day. You sort of you've, you've had a few hours where you've been super comfortable. Mm. Once again, going outside into the cold weather is pretty much like being slapped in the face. Like it's not great. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think if I left the 
left uh, the home office that day, actually. I might have gone out quickly for lunch, but uh, we sort of straight in the car, heater on, straight out, you know, undercover car park, back in. So I didn't really cop it. And then, yeah, it, geez, it hit me hard. But I was actually getting messages. <laughs> So I had uh, Lauren Das, one of our uh, athlete I coach, uh, should, be, should be listening to this. <laughs> she had a big, I set her a big workout, Kenyan fart leg, like two or uh, two minutes on, one minute off. And uh, she <laughs> she's always sending some pretty entertaining comments, uh, whether it's pre or post session. And uh, yeah, was that, that session, like that was one hour of Kenyan yeah, fart Yeah. One hour. She's uh, in the depth of uh, Gold Coast Marathon training, going well. And um, yeah, it's just, you know, she had that on the program, sent me a screenshot of the weather app saying it was like, it was two point where she was training was zero, uh, negative 2.7 feels. <laughs> she went out and ran, she did oh, the session no. in a yeah. T micro fleece sweater and rain jacket and said she was still cold. <laughs> and another oh. quote that she sent through which she'll probably she'll have a giggle that i'm indulging <laughs> this but she said three older women in my neighborhood who think i'm nqr don't quite know how to greet me anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is just known around town as um i mean she's logging some big k's so i oh. think everyone just just sees her out there in the rain hell or shine um yeah Logging the case. Uh, yeah, so I couldn't, I couldn't shirk this run. Like it, re- it did cross my mind. I was like, oh, got to get out the door. And uh, I thought, oh, I'll, I'll download a podcast. I'll put that in. Got the uh, actually listen to your man, um, Nathan Jones on the Dylan hey. um, podcast. Nice one. Uh, yeah, talking about his career. Good, good pod. And um, but I was fifteen minutes in. I was thinking, oh. Okay, solo. I'm starting to start to warm up, and then this big head torch um, shining at me nearly took me off the off, off the park. And it was it was actually Dave P, um, hey. the coach. Yeah, so Dave was there on Saturday as well. Yes, he was. Yeah, running in the uh, the Melbourne Uni singlet, and uh, yeah, we ended up running up the up the Boulevard for a bit, which is great. Like when you just you know you set yourself on a solo run, and then you you run into someone, you get to to roll a few few k's with him and then uh we actually ran into another bloke and <laughs> he joined in he was wearing the we was wearing a beanie connor dylan mate he's the beast he's the beast of richmond absolutely yeah. logging huge k's along the boulevard and around the tan and actually during lockdown uh he <laughs> look he may have been breaching a couple of rules <laughs> a couple of times because he was logging 200k weeks in during some of those um, periods, but he also did some stuff like you ran around the outer of the MCG, did 17 laps around the MCG outer. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. 15 laps of a 2k circuit at the Yarra along the Yarra. So it's two a- bridges. Um, yeah, bridge to bridge, and it's a 2k circuit. A lot of um, actually, some of the MTC guys, a lot of people do workouts over that 2k circuit. He decided to do 15 laps of it um, at pace. So um, he is um, he's known as the beast. Um, oh, that's yeah. that's one way to rack up some local legends. Yeah. So he was out for his just his, he'd already done a session in the morning. He was out for a 40 minute easy. He tacked on. 
another bloke around by Ben Kelly. He jumped on. Um, so yeah, so from starting a solo run, we ended up with you know four of us <laughs> finishing the run, and uh, yeah, it was good. Oh, you've got got through well, mate. Definitely worthwhile getting out. Mate. I didn't even get to bloody um upload it to Strava, so it probably looked like I took the day off because I got back and my watch had just absolutely cooked itself. I think it froze. <laughs> um, it mm. showed me. It showed. I don't even know how this has happened. It just showed at around one point two four k at five fifty four. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And but the map. So the map's just like it's got me going over the Monash Freeway. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, had an out of body experience, mate. Yeah, oh, I don't know. I definitely didn't go. Didn't go over the Monash. Um, but yeah, so that was. That was it, and um, actually today, mate, Global Running Day. Did you um, celebrate that? Um, you know, it's funny, Global <laughs> Running Day, and I had, a, I had a day off. I went and did, I went and did Pilates this morning, and um, yeah, just some very, very gentle bodyweight exercises in the gym tonight. So, um, gonna um, just gonna go and celebrate tomorrow. I think it's a bit like Boxing Day. I'm gonna go and celebrate the day after. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I, I don't, I, I know it's become a thing in the recent year. I, don't, I really don't know the origins of it. I know no. a, there is a global running day.org, but it's a bit, um, anyway, it's, it's great, whatever it is, like, you know, you can, uh, you can do virtual events. So I don't know if it's just an organisation that sort of started it and then, all the other brands are sort of tacked on to it because I know Lululemon and um, yeah, most of the most of the brands are sort of doing something around it. But um, anyway, good few social posts going up about it. Actually, funny, not a funny story. Actually, a uh, um, well, funny story from this start of my run today because tonight um, the rain we had here in Melbourne it sort of the Yarra River just rose to a point where there was some flooding across a section that we usually uh, run from myself and Al head down just near Punt Road. And oh, okay. we were stuck. So we couldn't we had, couldn't go through this section. So we had to go up onto Punt Road and then they were actually doing roadworks on um, or they're fixing the path. So we, we literally had no option but other to try and cross six lanes of Punt Road at five o'clock. <laughs> that's not easy to do no so, um, or advisable either. no <laughs> we got across um so yeah that was that was a good experience to um global running day but um <laughs> anyway running with our this is this is part of global running day that that will sort of warm the cockles mate it was um running with al who knows everyone around the tan like you, you do a, do a run with him. And I mean, Al's been in, on the scene for a, a while. <laughs> um, not going to you know, say how long, but um, yeah, he, I mean, he's it's just been a figure in athletics and a lot of those AV races you talk about, mate, he's, he's been right up at the pointy end and then he's, um, he's had a stint where he was training with, he was Craig Mottram's hack for a long time, travelled the world with him. He's done some pace Benita Williams, done some training with Sonia O'Sullivan, um, done a whole heap of running with just so many people and groups, great influence. And anyway, we're, we're jogging around and, you know, we'd probably done two laps and 10 people had already waved to him. And 
we get to the lights to cross back and um this um this African fella just comes running up to L and, and gives him a hug and he's like L L how are you mate and um and uh, then you know these guys just um you know start chatting like they've been like you know oh what are you up to now yeah and, and this is uh and this bloke tells me lady's name's Avil um he's oh I live around the corner yeah I got a family now and um you know and they're like oh well i'm in richmond let's catch up or we'll have a coffee da, da, da. and um you know we we part ways and we're running down the river and uh i was like oh mate that guy was an absolute freak um used to run at the club with uh, a bunch of other africans that um were really good soccer players and they they ended up um, running at his club in east brunswick and he was driving them to training and like you know he just you could see with that interaction like that you know they had obviously shared a lot of good times together and it was just to me i mean you know without getting too cheesy it was it was a really cool like moment of like running for me like the friendships you could really see it between the both of them and i thought like you know when we talk about global running like that stuff is what i reckon um running is about oh that's it mate just celebrating the relationships that you form with other people i mean um running's the i guess the bond that or the common bond that you've got but um like all the adventures and, and stuff like that like it, it can be absolutely life-changing um to, to some and he people, said so. you know like some of the stuff these guys have you know had been through and that we've, we've got no reference point on it like you know which is yeah you, you get together and you run with people and you don't know the backstories but then you share that common running goals and the, you know that sense of achievement you get from it and i think that was um yeah it was i thought it was a pretty cool moment to sort of see that and um yeah when you i see these global running posts come up and i thought yeah that that's that's a real big thing about running that um we're, we're lucky to have in our sport oh that's it mate it's a, it's a bit of a universal language isn't it mm. around the grounds we mentioned earlier we had a few to whip through. Maybe last week we missed, yeah, we missed a couple there. That a couple of some some big names, some big legends in the running community that we probably, um, yeah, let, let's let's go through them. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, actually, I want I'll, I'll start out with a couple of mine. So yeah, um, this is a pretty cool story actually. So um, Ian Newman over in the UK him and his son rob so rob was going to run his very first ever um 10k fun run um, and ian um, said that yep yep I'll, I'll do the pacing job for you so um they wanted to break or go sub 45 minutes and rob ended up going around in 43 35 and, and just beat ian home if you ask rob he'll say that he <laughs> outkicked he outkicked his old man to the finish line and if you ask ian you'll say that he let him um take the chocolates and, and get across the line first. So, um, but yeah, both extremely chuffed um, to, you know, pretty much beat their goal by around 90 seconds. And actually going, you know, we're talking about um, global running day and sort of um, happy moments. Well, you know, here's a father and a son doing a, doing a fun run together and just being proud as punch um, of each other. And, you know, this wasn't just where Rob's just turned up on the day and, and run for the first time like he's been training and putting the work in and um you know sort of ian's been guiding him along and yeah it's been great just um hearing about how it's all been going i know that um 
Ian's absolutely stoked to not only sort of participate in the race himself, but see his son do so well and um, see the excitement on, on Robbie's face when he finished and just be proud of how well he did. So no, it was really cool. Um, hopefully the, the first of many runs there for the, for the both of them together. And then also in the UK with the Manchester Half Marathon, um, Noura Almahanadi um, ran 2.16. So um, Noura is getting ready to run the Berlin Marathon later in the year. So um, then um, hopefully um, doing a bit of an ultra marathon closer to Christmas. So, um, yeah, and also for, for Noura, her, her goals aren't exactly time-based. She just likes to be able to participate in, in events and enjoy the atmosphere and um, you know, really go and soak these things up. So, yeah, she, she had an absolute ball at, at Manchester uh, a couple of weeks ago. You're on mute, Zaka. Well, sorry. there we go. That's better. I can hear you. Back. <laughs> um, <laughs> mate, yeah. So I was going to say, uh, yeah, cracking results. And um, that's a good tune up there for Nura. Just um, knock out that half. Hey, back here, Anna Ellis, past guest. Uh, this was, a, so it was what, two weeks ago? Uh, our 20 in the half, two and a half minute PB, first female at Como Landing. So, yeah, cracking, cracking result for Anna. That's know, a big uh, chunk. She's, she's just gone from strength to strength, hasn't she? She has. And Sammy, the, the shoe dog, he is, uh, he's pumped. He's very up and about with uh, the way Anna's going. So, um, yeah, big shout out to Anna for that one. And uh, our man, Sauce, over in the, the Horsham, mate. <laughs> he's the he's every man, everywhere man in Horsham, uh, Andrew sauce uh is what he's known as over there and um 12k came 11th and uh yeah cracking run because he's had a he's had some injury issues over the past sort of year and a bit and then maddie De maddie davy who's coaching him's got him going again and i've seen him um yeah, he's putting out some big k's now as he's getting ready for melbourne marathon but yeah he's a busy guy i don't know if you um follow him on the socials um no, but I, I do. I reckon pretty much the only thing he doesn't do over in Horsham <laughs> is, is be mayor. Like he pretty much he shouldn't he's, be. He's well, he should. He should. He's got a lot of pull over there, but um, just his work with a footy club, with a cricket club, like not like basically in the summer, he's there rolling the pitch in the morning um, before <laughs> a run. And um, then I like just, yeah, like the man's incredible. I mean, I think he's park run director as well. Yeah. Um, like he's just the amount of volunteer work that he does. He mm. does, I mean, and he just speaks volumes of the character. Does um, he have more hours in the day than everyone else? Um, look, could possibly be rolling 32 hours in <laughs> a 24-hour day. I'm not sure. Um, might, maybe there's some time travelling. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Whatever he's yeah. – how, how he manages his time is, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm envious of how he can fit all that in. The, oh. And he's just – and he's in the midst of marathon blowing. He must be absolutely um, – <laughs> I'm tipping. Must sleep well at night. <laughs> yeah, whatever whatever amount of sleep you are getting, sauce, um, it's definitely well earned. But um, I just want to give a bit of a shout out, and um, I think you, know, you do a power of work. But you know, not only is it making a difference, I bet that you know your local community absolutely love having you around. Like someone just giving that much of their time and putting that much effort into making that community a better place. Good on you, mate. Oh, it's bloody awesome. Yeah, no, that is well put, mate. Because um. You can see it in, uh, I reckon I saw a picture of, uh, of Easter. He was in, 
was he in the Easter Bunny um, suit or something <laughs> at the park run? And oh, he just he just gives so much, and um, he's a, he's a guy, and he's actually really support. He's been at Run to BB for geez, probably a couple of years now, and I see him commenting and just encouraging the community on Strava and in various social um, social media posts, and just always positive and always encouraging like other running PB communities, people he hasn't met. And I think that's great what he does. Yeah, no, 100% agree, mate. And yeah, I, that's where I do see him a lot really is just on mm. the socials being supportive and encouraging of other people. Mm. Yeah, well, well, looking forward to catching up with him. I'll definitely see him in Melbourne and uh, hopefully before that. Mm. Mate, we touched on, we did a big recap on the St. Anne's 8K cross country just going to whip through well let's go to we we did mention there was a few coaches around we'll just how many did we have there was that six uh where are we? Six. seven i reckon seven yeah seven coaches wow um obviously andy <laughs> giving him enough of a plug about um putting on a clinic um brady mattress running in the frankston Kit, yourself, uh, Jack Davies. Good to see him in the St. Stephen's Harry. I mean, he was at Jell's, but um, yeah, he's gone well and he's going up to Gold Coast. So had a chat to him and Dave P also out there. But how about just on Brady? So he coaches, Nathan, he coaches a lot of um, a lot of the Bendigo bats and quite a few that were going around but he managed to have a, a bit of a battle with his athlete Nathan Stoke yeah and I think um, at the end of the day Brady ended up finishing sixth and Nathan finished seventh so Damn second, um, yeah I think um, the, the master and the apprentice going toe to toe there which is Nathan's pretty cool just, Nathan's just let him have the win so he doesn't cop a hard session <laughs> <laughs> well yeah I it, look every chance of that but um and Nate's um, a really good bloke and Brady's not that good of a bloke. So. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Nate has just gone, oh, mate, I'll let you have this one. I think j- just for the record, <laughs> um, Brady, you are a good bloke. I, I think you have been listening to the podcast and um, yeah. you do help pay my wages. So, um, I just like that documented that you're, you're an absolute legend. Um, <laughs> oh, we'll cut that uh, anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> but um, no, nah, look, it's, it's really cool. Um, I think Brady's in a... You know, what I think is a fortunate position there where he's got Archie and he's got Nathan, who not mm. only is he coaching and seeing them both get some really good results. So from a, a coaching perspective, and, you know, and they're his mates as well. Yeah, um, you know, a lot of pride there as a coach, um, you know, seeing those guys do well. But it's, I reckon it's actually helping his running as well that, you know, he's got a couple of guys who are actually pushing him. They're seriously pushing him to be better as an mm. athlete. Um, and, and keep him on his toes, you know, particularly as you know, Brady realised he's not in his mid-20s anymore. And, mm. uh, you know, it's, it's awesome to see. You know, I, I would say that Brady's arguably running, you know, in the shape of his life at the moment. Yeah, um, no, I'd agree with that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and hopefully we see more of it. Um, so, yeah. And another um, in that trio that often do the long run together, Glenn McMillan. He went around and he's he's on the improve, mate. He's flying around and uh, he's gone down to Lonnie next stop um, as part of that. I think all three of them, Bus Brady, will be there. So, um, 
yeah, cracking result from from Glenno. Uh, we Jack Delaney was going around one of Andy. So Andy Buchanan obviously had a few of his charges going around. Uh, Luke Millard, is it? Yep. Yeah, yeah Luke. 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 Um, Chris Timewell was there as well. Um, Stephen Van Rees, um, another one of Andy's guys. Nick McDermott, one of Brady's. Um, Charles Jacobson. I think Charles is one of Andy's, but Charles doesn't actually yeah. run for Bendigo. But that's okay. What's happening there from Charles? He it's, does. Um, to be yeah. fair, he does live in the Diamond Valley. Yeah. So, um, Got him for holding. holding <laughs> <through>. <laughs> uh, maybe next year we can get him into that singlet. But um, yeah, I also had. Um, Laura Salmado, um, one of Gemma's athletes. And, She's um, over at St. Bernard's, yeah. Good yeah, run St. From Bernard's. Her. She ran really well. And Amy McCormick, um, Melbourne Uni, um, one of Soak's um, top athletes. And Amy finished 22nd overall, which is a phenomenal run. Um, yeah, cracking run for Maybe. She's... Um, She's been down at Shepparton and we've mentioned her on the podcast. Um, I think she was part of a part of your time trial. Yeah, there. no, I um, had the pleasure of um, doing a bit of pacing for Amy and, yeah. and jumping out on a long run. And oh, she's, she's a great lady. And, she's a um, it's been really cool seeing her results over the last sort of 12, 18 months. Mm. Um, I know she's missed a little bit of time um, over the last little bit. Um, but yeah, be, yeah, I just can't wait to to see how she goes. If you can get a uh, you know, nice, consistent run at things over over the winter. And uh, Nora Armstrong was there, then? No, no. So Nora made her um, AV cross country debut and mm. did did really well. Um, you know, she went in with quite modest goals, um, being at the first event. I think. Um, what was really cool to hear from Nora's perspective because you know, Nora very much is a recreational runner and. She came away saying you know, it was a really enjoyable day and that it, it really doesn't matter what your ability or your perceived ability is, that you can go and participate at these events and feel part of it, uh, enjoy the atmosphere. And uh, you don't feel intimidated by the fact that there is you know, some genuinely um, world-class athletes there that you, know, you can go about your business, you can have some fun and you know, there's going to be people to, to run around but share the ball. Um, I mean, she um it was around 46 minutes that she ran for the 8k and you know finished towards the back but um at this stage she's quite keen to to run at um Cruden farm and yeah well. uh, you know give it another go nice. so um yeah it was it was good and she's pulled up well i think that was probably the, the biggest relief but um yeah when it, the only hills we have here at the botanical gardens and to, <laughs> and to be fair um they don't prepare you super well uh, for what we face at bendigo so um, no, Nora gave it a go and, and she loved it. No, it was cool seeing her out there and, um, yeah, just awesome to see uh, a bunch of run to pb athletes and, and coaches getting a chance to catch up and um, share the share the beautiful course that uh, Andy put on. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's it. And I think, you know, just having a think about it, between the coaches and the, and the runners that we had there, I think we had pretty much like close to 20 people Mm. Uh, you know through you know affiliated through run to pb so i i think that's awesome yeah no, that's really cool that is great mate up in queensland though us we were um this happened in the morning but as we were preparing there was a bunch of results coming through for the um noosa marathon festival up there oh absolutely tell us about sam thompson mate mate this is a Mate, how about this for a debut from um, from Sam Thompson? 
He's coached by Brady and, um, yeah, wanted to break 3.30, 3 hours 30, and he debuted in 3 hours 24. So just knocked off a lazy six minutes from um, what he was hoping to hoping to do. So that's a big run from him. And um, it was actually honouring his, his late dad who passed away just a few weeks ago with MND. So um, obviously all the, the, the fight MND um, beanies and the cause that um, Neil Danaher and you see around the AFL, um, it's yeah, pretty pretty big thing. And um, for him to go out and do that just a few weeks ago, in his honour, what a great performance! Last ten k was the fastest of the day. So um, how about that? You know, you just oh, incredible way to, way to nail a marathon. Absolutely, and you know, pretty much just running on raw emotion. Yeah. There towards the end, my um, I think we we talk about sometimes it takes a bit of courage to get on the start line, and um, yeah. you know, just to to see Sam go through that run three twenty four, and you know, obviously um, you know, losing his dad, but you know, yeah. to go out there and, and and sort of put that that effort in, you know, I'm, yeah, certainly I'm a very very proud moment, and I'm, I'll yeah. bet it um that's something he's going to remember for for the rest of his life. For sure, mate. Um. Half marathon. Geez, we had a quite a few going around in the half up there. It's popular, popular race. What a spot to do it up at Noosa. Uh, one of Matty Davies' athletes. He had a car. Oh, I think he had a couple going around actually, Matty. But uh, first one was Bruce Coffey. He ran our hour thirty-five. So yeah, great stuff from Bruce. Brad White. Coached by Brady, one hour twenty-eight. So he might have had a battle with one of other uh, another Brady's athletes, Brendan McMahon. He was one hour twenty-six fifty-five. So a couple of athletes. Not sure if they knew they were both being coached by Brady, but uh, <laughs> it's interesting you see that come through. No, and um, there's also Georgie Button ran one thirty-four, which was a twelve-minute PB, mate. Um, coached by Isaac Hockey. What an effort. 12 minutes. Yeah, and that is oh. great, Ryan. She's a doctor. So she's a busy lady. And um, yeah, 12-minute PB, <laughs> as you do. Great run from uh, from Georgie. Um, I know Isaac, he sent me through that. And he was stoked. Like, yeah, really pumped because he sort of known. He'd seen, as, you know, obviously as a coach, you see the hard work that someone puts through. And then to come out and achieve that goal was, um, yeah, awesome from Georgie. And speaking uh, of... Busy people, mate. One of your athletes, Anna, ran an hour 40 as well. Yeah, amazing run for Manny, Anna, because, um, yeah, I, I, you would see Anna on the social. She's fantastic. She's always um, tagging run to PB in, and we, we share a lot of her stuff, and she's quite the social media genius, really. I mean, she's turned a passion with cooking into a business. So um, her business, Eat, Run, Cook, uh, we'll give it a plug, eatruncook.com.au. They deliver Australia-wide. But um, her gluten-free, vegan, uh, dairy, dairy-free, dairy available stuff, like if you see her stuff on socials, mate, you'll just, um, you'll be drooling. And, um, yeah, <laughs> she's so busy with that. So it was obviously a passion. And then she's turned it into a, biz- a business. She now works out of a commercial kitchen a few days. Um baking she's into some cafes up in so she actually moved up to queensland um post or oh, just <laughs> through the middle of COVID or the back of it uh, one of the escapees from victoria <laughs> and yeah she's super busy with like obviously 
got kids, work, family life. Um, and we just went into this one because of a, a lot of changes in her life, just to enjoy it. Taking the scenery, build on each lap. That was the plan. And she did that. And she actually ran hour 40, which is close to her PB. And that was a little bit unexpected. Um, so, yeah, a great run for Mana. Just shows you what happens when you kind of maybe take the pressure off the time goal and just sort of go into it with a bit more of a relaxed approach. And, um, yeah, I was really, really happy to see that one come through. Yeah, oh, and just, you know, you, you love seeing good people do well. So, no, nah, massive, massive effort. And I think this is Anna running Gold Coast half as well. She is, yeah. Yep. So this, um, yeah, Gold Coast, Gold Coast half will be the next one. And, yeah, we'll go back into in a few more weeks, a bit of recovery now, and then, um, yeah, get rolling for a, for a tilt at that half. So, um, mate, you have, to, you have to jump on and order some of those donuts. I can, uh, I can oh. attest they are good, mate. <laughs> I, I, I keep seeing I think it might be a, a post Gold Coast treat. Um, might yeah. put a put an order in, but yeah, they do. They look bloody amazing. Um, One you know, of your athletes, mate. Another Anna. Yeah, no, we've got lots of Annas. It's Anna night tonight. So yeah. um, Anna Turnbull um, ran an hour forty-two, um, which yeah, she she was pretty happy with. She'd um, been a bit crook in the lead up and, and missed a little bit of time, um, so a couple of weeks out, but. Yeah, still went up there and um, really happy with that. We'll sort of use that to, to build towards Melbourne Marathon now. Um, and got a, 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 well, a couple of couples um, that we'll, <laughs> we'll talk, talk about. So we've got um, Bowen Law, who ran 139, which is a 12-minute PB. And Katarina Lee, who ran 141, which is a 10-minute PB. Bowen's coached by Maddie and Kat's coached by matt's partner Gemma. <laughs> oh yeah um, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and you know you know how competitive matt and Gemma are you know and and now i know that bowen and kate cat are super competitive so he's got like yeah part of a partner and an athlete and a coach sort of set up and it's um yeah and uh Gemma. <laughs> Gemma also just threw another, you know, curveball and says, "My, it's my brother-in-law's sister and her partner." Okay, <laughs> so work that one out. Yeah, <laughs> it's really, really well connected there. But um, yeah, how about that? A ten-minute and a twelve-minute PV, but Bowen did get the uh, the chocolates in the end. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the celebrations that Saturday. Well, that would have been awesome. I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, awesome, mate. Uh, and we'll just like, on on the couple. So we've interviewed Jake Townsend before, previous guest. Maybe oh, would it have been six very ago, recently. Maybe? Yeah, yeah awesome. maybe even a touch closer. But um, Jake did tell us that. Yeah, and I love this. Mm. When we had a chat to him, put it on the line. So yep, I'm doing Noosa. Yes, I, I want to run sub one seven eight. Yeah, and what did he go and do, Zaka? He went and made one sixteen fifty two. So, what an absolute legend! Two minute so PB, um, finished way up there, and yeah, proud as punch as well. You know, I was super happy for Jake. I've sort of stayed in touch a little bit over the yeah. last few weeks, and um, you know, I love some of the content that he posts. And yeah, it's just um, oh, what a what a bloody good run. And uh, not only that. Um, so Jess, his partner, mm. she finished second female overall in the marathon and ran a 255. 
um, far out. You know, and I think what was really cool too is just seeing each of them sort of celebrate each other's success mm. as well. Like it's not um, like whilst you know they're obviously very happy for the achievements they've got, but you can just tell like they're really genuinely, probably even more so impressed and happy for for each other and in, in how well they've done. So yeah, it was pretty touching to see some of that stuff coming out over the weekend. Couple goals, mate. Hashtag couple goals. Yeah, no. <laughs> something to aspire to. <laughs> yeah, well, they've just yeah, absolutely knocked it out of the park, both of those couples. And uh, we've, mate, have we got? I oh, know I'm coaching a couple, Chelsea and Dim. They're both training for the Gold Coast, and I reckon there's another Matt. Oh, I reckon Matt's coaching another couple have you got any that you're um yeah i do so i've got chris and chelsea nicholson um yeah um as a couple but um yeah no other couples that i am aware of um which yeah um no no. matt did (laughs) matt did tell me that's right phil we did mention these guys phil truman and jenna um they're both doing the half Oh, sorry. Phil's doing the full and Jenna's doing the half at Gold Coast. Ah, okay. So, yep. um, yeah. <laughs> Crazy, hey? Um, actually, another thing that was happening up in Queensland, last one, um, Gold Coast 30K. Steve Friend, he's based in Adelaide. He's coached by Maddie. Went over to Queensland for the 30. Split the half in 152, which was a four-minute PB. Went on to run two hours 42. Mate, the run, the PV was impressive, but equally as impressive was the shoey he did on Instagram. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, out of the racing flat on on uh, Insta, yeah, it was um, Dan, uh, it's Daniel Ricardo. He's a shoey man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have been impressed, I reckon. I know um, Andy's a big Daniel Ricardo fan, so um. Yeah, that would have would have enjoyed. He is. He, is. he likes his Formula One, so um, would have been um, very impressed with Steve's celebration there. But I, I don't think that's something I could stomach. I don't think oh, not after thirty k. No, especially in Queensland, where let's be honest, fair bit of sweat has been spilt. Yeah, <laughs> I just oh, that would have been a very steamy shoe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see, mate. If you if you um. Have a big one up at Gold Coast. I might convince you to throw something in there. In the I'll shoe. tell you what, they um, might more <laughs> likely to be a bit of a um, shoulder shimmy or something like that, a bit of a celebratory dance. Um, although, oh, wow. if, I'm, okay. if, I'm, if I'm absolutely cooked, it'll be an involuntary dance because um, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pretty much just collapse. <laughs> so, mate, we had a listener question during the week and it's a good it's a really good one it's a good training topic particularly this time of the year with uh with training blocks going on um it comes from at sally runs uh should i do other races during the training cycle for my big goal race good question and good question yeah a big thank you sally for for listening to us ramble on every week um <laughs> mate yeah like i mentioned i think this is really good timing because a lot of people are in the depths of a say a gold coast marathon build or there's a few other events that are that are popping up for the second half of this year and straight off the bat mate 
I think I'm a big, big advocate for racing and in a training cycle. And definitely you can and you should. <laughs> yeah, I think like, in short, yes. Mm. <laughs> I think um, especially when you've got like a big block of training, I think, mm. uh, you know, for a marathon or a half marathon, sometimes they could be 12, 16 or even 20 week blocks. And yeah. where if you're going to throw all of the eggs into that one basket, um, you know, particularly if you're chasing a time, when it comes to race day, you, you know, you've spent all that time and you're super fit, everything's going well, but, you know, you, you might get tripped over in the first 100 metres or, yeah. um, you know, roll an ankle or it might be terrible mm. weather or, you know, you might pick up the flu two days out from a race or, you know, there's so many things that you can't control that, um, you know, I think just if there's other things that you get a chance to have a go at whilst in the training block and it fits, like it's got to fit. You can't just go and force a race into it for the sake of doing one. Mm -hmm. um, it's, you know, it's got to be something you're invested in. But um, I think that, you know, there's just so many positives, I think. Um, Definitely. Yeah. yeah, and even on that, like, I've had athletes over the time that want to race, like they see a race calendar and they want to race everything. And mm. then you say, well, what's that? What are the, what's, what's our A race? What's our goal? And we can, we can, I don't want to discourage people from racing. Um, but I think if you've got a goal and that's sort of an A goal and we can incorporate those races, but we may have to just temper some of them towards being either a session, you know, or, you know, use it as a workout, maybe a part of a long run back end of a workout. Uh, and then, you know, handpick a few that we can actually go after, but yeah, it's, a, it, it comes down to with your coach planning that, block out and really looking at it and being honest about it and saying well okay let's we can't do we can't race everything hard that's not going to work but we can definitely use some of them and um some of them can bring us forward like i think and i also like the fact that having those milestones in the block like it just allows you to mentally kind of just uh, like not just have that grind of training like you know marathon blocks i've been in there blocks where you're four or five weeks and you're just you're aching for that you know and so you have that down week but you also want to to get shackles off and race and change it up a bit change the stimulus and go get used to those feels of um you know the nerves and the warm-up and go through those routines and i think that's important as well um when you utilize those races yeah, absolutely. And I think um, just like the physical benefits from it, um, yeah, as you just touched on there, where you know the body does get a chance to you know do a bit of a taper, so you're absorbing the work that you've been doing. The body's repairing itself, and you're getting better from that. Um, and then on the other side of that too, that you, you're doing a workout with, you know, or a race, sorry, with um, you know fresher legs, fresher body, um, you know, even sort of just to pick the spirits up. But you go out there and do it pretty hard, and then you've got that little bit of downtime after that race where you might be doing easy k's whether that's a few days or a week or whatever it happens to be but once again you go and absorb that effort and then you can go and use that to go and get better throughout the training block as you actually approach your goal race as well mm. mate what about this is a common sense sort of rule uh that i'd probably go with is that 
I wouldn't go over the distance. So I wouldn't run a marathon while I'm training for half. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I just, I, you know, it sounds, it just sounds silly to say that, but like, I know when people see events, they go, oh, yeah, I'd still like to do that. You know, I'd like to tick that box, but then I want to run a half, you know, I want to run a fast half. And it's like, well, that, that's not going to work because you're not going to be able to recover to run that. So you've got to be looking at things like that as well and going, well, let's just do races that are shorter than the goal distance and use them to tune up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. And I think the other benefit from doing races that are shorter than the goal distance is you, you're racing at a quicker speed than what you would be for yes. your actual goal time. So that when you do go and settle into that goal pace for your chosen race, that it, it just feels a bit easier. Mm. Um, like I'm just, I always like to, you know, with my athletes, if we're, we're training for a 10, we might do a three, then a five, and then into our 10. Or if it's for a half, we might do a five and a 10 and then go into our half. Um, yep. you know, just things like that. So we just sort of build up to it that way. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing I've utilised is getting athletes to pace someone that they may know that's going in a race. So they want to still participate and that way they can still uh, you know, they're going all out and we're using it, say, as a workout. I mean, it's just got to all match up. But, yeah, they may go and um, pace someone and then they don't get sucked into actually racing, <laughs> which no. can happen. Can and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Obviously giving them very clear instructions as well that if the person they're pacing has a bad day, that you don't just go and leave them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is, a, that is a good point. Uh, or like we touched on earlier, use it as a long run workout or use the back end of it. I know, um, yeah, a few athletes who have sort of done a long run and then jumped on the start line and done, say, a 10K. And we've done that strong 10K, but it's a part of a workout. You know, it's a part of that long run workout. Whereas if they did that fresh, they might, um, yeah, just it's just a good way to also changing your flats you know take some fuel on uh and then in that environment yeah you get used to just running you know you still got to keep your head and and, and stick to the race to the to the, with the workout plan but you get to see you get to sort of simulate what it feels like um you know in a marathon or you know in, in a race situation yeah uh, absolutely and you know it's um it, you still get a chance to enjoy that race atmosphere and do a bit of work but without going over the top particularly when you're doing a lot of training and particularly if you're doing a lot solo and then you get a chance to have that you know that feeling of other runners around you which is definitely a lift um it's just and i think we probably mentioned it earlier just around structure it's timing is a big thing you've really got to work with your coach to ensure you've got that recovery in you know those that timing around, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this hard hit out or this race or this workout, but we want to recover in time. And I wouldn't be doing this around the taper phase. Um, no. Yeah. I would be going maybe four weeks would be the closest I'd do it in terms of if you're going for a, for an all in crack at a, at a distance, it's shorter than your race. Because you've got to also take into account the mental and mental stress that racing takes you want to be really really up and about for that 
race day, particularly in, say, the marathon. But if you've done a lot of races beforehand and particularly, say, two weeks before, you've used those. You've, you've kind of used that as well, that, that mental race energy as well. So I think that's important to consider. Yeah, I think um, like you sort of just want to find the right balance so that when you do get to your A race that it doesn't necessarily emotionally feel like just another day. Like you do want mm. some of those genuine nerves and, and excitement about being at your goal race um, rather than it sort of, you know, just feel potentially like a, a just another park run, which is on every week. So, um, yeah, yeah it, it's a difficult one because and I think you know, as coaches, it's really important that we understand and know our athletes, um, particularly, you know, I guess they're what stimulates them, um, I guess, emotionally and, and what they need. But, yeah, it's, it, it can be a, a juggling act. Mate, I think we covered it well. Um, another thing I would say is just on the routine of race day. Like this is why that's so good to include is that you can practice some things such, such as your fueling, you know, the, how you're going to how you're going to deal with sort of mentally on the day, uh, how you're going to deal with the packs and the strategy and um, working with your coach as to, and it's a great way to practice that. So I think that's something you can work with your coach. So yeah, I think we're, we're on the same page, Chris. Oh, and um, I think Sally hopefully, um, yeah, can work with her coach to get a couple of races in before, um, for that big goal race. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff, mate. Um, we're almost done, but um, we can't be done without a bit of uh, world record chat. No, Carl, we've got. I reckon you've got a good one here too. We've got we've got some contenders in our group who um, who might be able to take this out. But tell us, what do we got? What do we got today? Well, over the weekend, uh, I can't see his name here. Actually, I've only got. Is it They're only Lucas? referring. To I, no, I think it's Lucas. Lucas, because it? it's from his Strava. Okay, oh, you're yeah. across it. You've already been stalking him. No, nah, there's a little bite that's in very fine print down the bottom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, cheating. Yeah. yeah, big Lucas over in New York. Yes. Yeah. Buffalo finished a marathon over the weekend, just shy of the world record for pushing a pram or a running stroller as uh, they call them over there in two hours, 33.29. Missed the world record. He had a good crack at it though. He was only two minutes shy of it. But yeah, 35, he's gone out and smashed a two hour 33 pushing the running stroller. That is flying. I I think um, Lucas's, uh, where are we? Lucas's son, um, where are we? Four-year-old? Yeah, four-year-old, he's strapped in. He's oh, sorry, just... daughter. Four-year-old daughter, Alessandra. Um, yeah, yeah. So Alessandra's had a, probably the best tour. <laughs> um, oh, hang on. Yeah, got the helmet on, strapped in, looks um, – geez, he's got the – has he got carbon wheels in there as well, you reckon? He's got... <laughs> oh, and every chance. And those wheels would be pumped up to the max too, I reckon. <laughs> um, it must be said, though, that um, – Lucas isn't actually, he's a 218 marathoner. So he's mm. got some serious marathon chops. Mm. Like he, 
he's run some good ones and he's split through halfway in just over 113. So um, was around looking at sort of going through and running 226, 227. Geez, he went um, hard then. But the, yeah, <laughs> he um, probably one of our coaches who could have a crack at this. Um, Brady would say that, you know, bank a little bit of time early. Yeah. Um, and but um, no, everything was looking good. And then until we're five Ks to go, the legs just fell to bits. Um, so the yeah, 37 through 42 weren't real pretty, but he got um, the how about he got the win though? He won overall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He knocked off uh Dave Cook from Syracuse, uh, New York, finished second. Oh, the article's a bit harsh. That Dave Cook finished second without a stroller in 233. <laughs> Just slap, take that. You didn't have a stroller, mate. So, it was, yeah, nothing. Oh. Um, you know, in saying that, um, when we say that Lucas blew up, he didn't really. I mean, he ran the few, the final few Ks at 4K pace, 4 minute K pace. So, it's not like he was rolling five and six minutes yeah, after yeah. going at sort of, you know, 330s. But, um, yeah, unfortunately, that was enough to cost him the record by two minutes. So, yeah. It's a certified course, uh, Boston Qualifier course. It was 5,800 in the race. Mm, which the Buffalo Marathon in New York. So Yeah, uh, it's, like, it's not, a cheeky, not a cheeky sort of regional fun run. Like he's gone out there, Buffalo <laughs> Marathon, 5,800 other people. Like it's basically comparable to Melbourne. Melbourne's yeah. Probably got yeah, Melbourne's about, less than that. Oh, about similar. About six, six to seven. Yeah. Um, Gold Coast numbers would be around that. Mm. Um, yeah, but, you know, they probably every other big city marathon in, in Australia would be, you know, be half that size. So, um, yeah. So who do you reckon can do it? Can we get Brady to, to, to fire this up? Because I know he's got a running pram. Uh, he does. And I reckon if we're going to use four-year-olds, right? Hudson would be... Yeah, uh, Hutto, right? yep. Hutto would be right for the pick. I know Hutto works pretty hard, um, you know, for, for run to PB, shelling out merchandise. So I know he's yeah. going to be busy, but, um, you know, look... Give him a couple of shifts off from the warehouse and get him uh, get him to get training with Brady. I reckon um, might be might be the way to go. I mean, Brady's in good shape too, so... Um, yeah, the other one I was, other one I was thinking was um, our own Sophie Fit. Could she have a crack at it? In, we might, might to... need a bit of time, but she could start preparing. I know Mabel's got a Mabel's not quite well well away from actually turning um, four. So yeah, um, so she's got a four year plan. Got, got a you know. We talk four year plans, the Olympics and the Commonwealth <laughs> Games. We sort of we can have a chat to Soph and say, Hey, I've got an idea. Mm. How about becoming a world record holder? <laughs> <laughs> well, and, um, we're gonna get her on in the next few weeks, so we can we can pitch it to her. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, you know, I'd love to ask Soph because I know that she's gonna give a very honest answer. Um, I'm not sure if it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> we might need to edit that one. Yeah, I don't know if it'll be super complimentary, but um, could be well worth listening to the response. <laughs> and my other thoughts were uh, Matt and Gemma. They can also be on the for- in the uh, on the planning stages as well. We could start to float that idea. Well and truly, like Maddie's run low two twenties, hasn't he? Mm. I think yeah, I think Maddie could be the guy. And they say look, the technology in these prams are getting better and better each year, mate. So. 
who knows? Um, carbon shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Fast wheels. Could put us on the map, I reckon. It's um, we'll we'll, we'll put a, put the feelers out to all those and um, see if we get anything back. Could <laughs> could actually become like a specialty niche coaching market as well, mate. Um, you know, there might be a few aspiring pram runners out there who just want to get a bit quicker. And uh, you know, whether it's Maddie or Brady or Gemma or or um, Soph that sort of step into the pram game. Um, yeah, who knows? Oh, I'm actually forgetting. Um... Chris O'Neill, run to BB coach. Chris O'Neill, he's done 50 marathons. Um, little Ollie, he could, gee, I don't know how old Ollie is, but he wouldn't be far off. Um, Chris O, he's run comrades. He's got a lot of strength in the legs. I reckon Chris O could be our man as well. well we might have to, um, we might we have to have actually. Tri- we could have a trial race. Mm. So have a trial, we might be able Maybe to live stream it perhaps, mate. Yeah. Yeah, we, no, might whether lost, we, um... <laughs> we might have lost five coaches when we pitched this. <laughs> and maybe we um, sort of have a, have a team Zoom call, we'll float the idea, and we'll see if there's any. Um, but, you know, does it have to be their own child? I mean, we might be able to get um, some of the younger, younger members know. of the coaching yeah. panel involved. You know? I don't know if you'd trust a couple of those. Uh... <laughs> like I, I reckon um, Isaac or Cassidy would love to, maybe a shorter distance. Yeah, guys, Isaac's but, um, not going to get around for a marathon. He can hardly yeah. get around for a 10K. Well, maybe a track 3K <laughs> or a 5K with a pram. There's got to yeah. be some, some potential there. No, it's uh, – but, yeah, Jesus, it's going to take some beating. But, um, yeah, I think, we're, I think we can give it a crack. No. Give it a crack. So, watch this space. Watch this space for sure, mate. Talking about watching this space, uh, yeah. Hutto is going to be busy, mate. There's going to be about 40 orders for him to dispatch in the next few weeks because we had the, uh, the Run to BB merch run uh, closed last week. Uh, very good. What, what were the popular orders with the community, mate? Mate, hot pink. It's, uh, yeah, it is. It went crazy. And the, the Jade Heather or the Teal, uh, big winners, the half sips. Yeah. So I think everyone's feeling the, the winter and um, feeling the winter vibes. So they've gone with the half sips. Oh, and... what, what better way to warm up though with a hot pink shirt though? Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, and yeah, so yeah, some, that'll, that'll get out in the next few weeks. So that's exciting. Actually, it'll be out in time for, um, hence the kind of rush on oars. We want to get it ready for Gold Coast Mara. So we'll... Um, We're thinking we'll mid-June, mid to... So yeah, third week of June. Mid, yeah, mid mid to third week of June, pending um, pending how how quickly Hudson can get them out of the warehouse. Yeah, no, look, <laughs> Huddy's a good worker, so don't you worry about that. We'll if display there and post if it's a if it's a delay. No, everything will be dispatched um, in, in good time. So no, very, and um, we're looking forward to seeing a few photos on the socials too in the fresh kit, aren't we? Yeah, definitely. Once they're out, we'll get we'll get people to tag us in, and also. Obviously, GC, yeah, Gold Coast Marathon. We'll have a catch up there. We'll have a bit more details on that. <clears throat> on that, but we'll uh, we'll obviously get get people to wear the kit and get a bit of a team photo going, Christo. Uh, that'd be awesome. Be good to. Um, you know, I know. Like last year, we were on track to have sort of sixty or seventy people up there mm. from the Run to PB crew. So hopefully, um, you know, we can get sort of similar numbers and, and have a bit of a, a group catch up, even if it is only um. Know, a short one but be able to get together and have a photo that'd be really cool 
Yeah, your photo is a benchmark, mate, with the uh, the Power Rangers setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, if anyone hasn't seen that, um, it's worth having a laugh at. But um, yeah, no, we've got a few of us there, and um, like there's a there's one at an ass track, and then we um we had our our Shepparton group do the Michigan, and I think there's there'd be about ten or eleven of us um standing there in most of the kit too. So mm. yeah, very cool. Um, just a couple more housekeeping things, hey mate. We've got. Uh, we're in, we're in discussions with the single malt marathoners to do a bit of a collab. So, for those who don't know the single malt marathoners podcast, Coach John Cox from the BBE own own uh, legend over in Bristol, he has his own he has a running running podcast with his partner, and he has a couple of other guests that uh, guest hosts. Um, partner Kelly she's a sub three hour runner she actually featured at the she was in the night uh, of 10ks over in the UK but yeah their podcast they do a weekly podcast they're a bit cool than us mate because they talk about training whilst drinking scotch so mate, if I if I started drinking scotch during the <laughs> podcast things are get <laughs> things are getting very loose but I also wouldn't turn up to work tomorrow so yeah yeah no, um, cool. yeah no, that's um but, but yeah, we're gonna do knows. a collab, mate. We're gonna um jump on and um chat chat training and just yeah, chat all things running. And I think we're talking about global running day. And I think, yeah, well, obviously this is a this is a good way to kind of um yeah, tie the two communities together. Yeah, no, really looking forward to this, catching up with John and Kelly and just having a bit of a chat name and just um asking about the recent time where he caught up with Andy shortly before his marathon and gave him a bit of a touch-up with some strides. Yeah, I reckon I reckon that's still playing on Andy's on Andy's mind. I mean, he had a good run at Hamburg, but getting beaten by John in the strides probably still still plaguing you. Yeah, well, it's probably looked that is the last time that Andy was beaten one on one. So I don't no one else has got him since he's got yeah, back. Yeah. So yeah, you'd um, claim it, wouldn't you? Yeah uh so fit we reckon it's one to two weeks off we're going to confirm whether it's next week or the following so that is cool um we've got some news we're going to probably we'll let soph um soph talk about it when she comes on but mm, it's gonna be cool exciting cool, news yeah exciting news for run to be community and, and i guess an opportunity to to engage with soph a bit more so that is exciting um another thing we were going to mentioned pillar um they've got our own landing page now so pillarperformance.shop slash pages slash run to pb i think the links in our bio on the website and also on our insta and it's been emailed out but yeah there's a couple of good discounts for run to pb uh, the run to be community up to 25 percent off if you purchase three products or more and there's a code um so yeah, that's all on our new landing page that Pillar Performance set up. So yeah, I know you're a big fan of the magnesium, mate. So um, yeah, good stuff from Pillar. Yeah, I am. I think um just had a bit of a look at that earlier. I mean, it's fifteen percent for one product, twenty percent off for two, and twenty five percent off for three. So some pretty good savings there for you know some genuinely good 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 gear as well. They are everywhere, Pillar. Like um you know we've we've been fortunate enough to be partners with them but we've just seen them over the journey grow and a lot of athletes now utilizing them and they're getting involved with some pretty cool stuff so 
good good product, but they're also backing it up with what they're doing out there and the, the running community supporting events and athletes. And yeah, we've got some more stuff with them uh, in the future teed up. That sounds good. All right, mate. It's been a long one. And we've recapped a lot from <laughs> from our jewel and uh, hopefully brought some value with that listener question. And um, yeah, probably not so much value with us calling out the guys to go and have a crack at that pram record. No, hey, look, maybe we've just sown the seed of a future world record. You just don't know. So um, <laughs> you heard yeah, it first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, I think mean, yeah, what's really cool is just the amount of people in our community are getting out there and and racing and doing really well. Um, some awesome achievements there to celebrate and look forward to talking about more and more um, over the next few weeks. Awesome, mate. Well, enjoy the recovery and, uh, yeah, looking forward to chatting next week about, about that session. That sounds good. You take care, Zach. All right, mate. Catch up. See ya.